Welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my fiance, Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's August 28th, nineteen. 98. The end of summer. I was making faces at you, but you weren't watching me at all. <laughs> you were just staring off in the, to the middle distance, <laughs> thinking about <laughs> men that you could be with. No, me. not at all. Never. I was thinking about the 70s. Were you? That 70s show. You were thinking about the 70s. So, did they lose a bet to name their show, by the way? What the fuck? Well, I mean, it's just called That 70s Show. Yeah, I think that's cute. I guess. It's weird. <laughs> oh, what are we going to watch? How about That 70s Show? I don't know. It's kind of dumb to me. Well, you just think everything's dumb. They could. They should have called it Teenage Wasteland. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a uh, uh, The Who song. Okay. Baba O'Reilly. Sure. Out here in the fields. You know that song? I find my meals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get my back into my living. Why are we singing right now? What is going on? I, we're not. I feel like I, I've you lost. You got a mouse in your pocket? Who's we? I'm singing. <laughs> anyway, as you alluded to, we watched a new televisual program. We used to do this, remember? We used yeah. to watch a TV show. Every week. And then watch a movie. I mean, we still watch TV shows every week. Yeah, we week. watch two TV shows every week. Three. Yeah. At least we will when they come back. Yeah. But. Uh, Summer break. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, but we used to, we used to review on this show. We used to review a different yeah. TV show. Yeah, you guys got a lot more content in our main show and uh, a lot fewer episodes of the show in general. Yeah, now you can listen to us every day of the fucking week. Soon, anyway. I mean... Soon? Well, no, because, like, you know, we're still waiting on Buffy and Dawson to come back. I understand. I I get that. It's like four days a week, usually. They've been only getting two days. I, I, I know. I understand. They I know. Just want them to know they're going to be taken care of. They know that <laughs> you're going to take. You're going to personally go and take care of each one of our uh, listeners. Oh goodness! Stop being gross. They understand how it works, Carol. <laughs> anyway, here's the uh, before we before we give our review. Uh, new comedy about life in the seventies will amuse and offend. Offend. Yeah. Who thinks it's offensive? Michael Duffy. Oh, come on, Mike Duffy. Get it together, man. He gives it three out of four stars. Wow. 8.30s on, 8.30 Sunday nights on Fox, if you, uh, if you're interested. Uh, real dumb title. <laughs> wow. That's what you really think. I agree. Real wonderful TV series. And that's not all with that 70s show. A smart Visually imaginative, I agree. That's one thing I'm going to talk about. And funny comedy about a group of small town Wisconsin high school. Is, but the the one thing I the I say is uh, they don't talk like this. Uh, yeah, they should. They're not like oh oh cripes. 
<laughs> oh, we're going to go see Todd Rundgren. Come on, get the Vista Cruiser, everyone. <laughs> not like that. Um, Wisconsin high school friends growing up in the freewheeling bell-bottomed 1970s. This refreshing, cheerfully irreverent rite of passage flashback, which gets a dump, jump start on the fall season because it's, you know, premieres or it premiered actually mm-hmm. uh, about earlier this week. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in... Oh, amidst a smoky swirl of controversy, that's the offensive oh. In the opening episode of what is the year's best new comedy series, oh, so he likes it, there is a hilariously honest scene in which one of the show's teenage characters are stoned. Not one, all. You don't see them smoking marijuana, but they get giggly, dazed, and confused. Okay. Especially when 17-year-old Eric Foreman, Topher Grace... Don't love it. It's called upset. I mean, maybe, is that like Christopher? I think that's what it's about. It's like short for. I, I don't know. And maybe they got the bad name of their TV show from the bad name of their star. Right. Uh, is called upstairs from the basement to chat with his parents. The kitchen walls behind mom and dad begin to move back and forth. I love that. I died. That was so funny. <laughs> Hallucination and syncopation. Uh, I agree. So I thought it was. So that's Mike Duffy. Uh, I guess we'll just segue right into, into what we thought because yeah. we watched it. Do you want us to start a new show? No, we do not have five. We're not doing five days a week, people. It's not happening. Um, <laughs> no, no. Maybe they'll cancel 902 and 0 and then we'll have, <laughs> we'll have an extra day. I just I cannot handle more than three episodes a week. Um. Anyway, so we do four sometimes. When? Buffy, Dawson, 90210, the main show. I cannot handle more than four episodes a week. <laughs> she doesn't even know what we're doing. <laughs> he just puts a microphone in front of me, and that's, yep, you that's, know, that's exactly what happens. How it goes. <laughs> Everything is content. Um, but no, it was, it, was, it was very good. To me, what worked the most about it is... The chemistry between the kids mm-hmm. that they found to play these parts. that I don't know how long they've been rehearsing, how long they've known each other, but they did a really good job finding people that believably feel like a group of friends. Yeah, agreed. And it's, it's you know, it's smart writing, too. Mm-hmm. And I love I love the costuming. I love mm-hmm. the set. I it's all very authentic. Yeah, for sure. Like um, when the dad's at the bar and he pulls out like a decanter with the liquor in it instead of uh, a bottle. Like yes, you know my my parents have a bunch of that shit from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's like now people just you know they they, they just have bottles of alcohol. It's how life works. The so the nineties to me feel a lot like the seventies. But more jaded, more sarcastic, yeah, and less quaint, I guess, for lack of a better term. You know, it's all like nowadays is all slicker and, like I said, sharper edge. Mm-hmm. The 70s is like, because we're not like the 80s. You know, like we're not like this. This era isn't like the '80s with the, you know, the like the greed is good and like 
get up and go cocaine fueled. Right. So, and I think it, it, it shows in a lot of the musical influence from the music that's that's popular now mm-hmm. and in the movies like Dazed like Dazed and Confused and, and this. Yeah. This TV show. I think a lot of pop culture is now uh nostalgic for the seventies and I think there's a kinship between now and the seventies as eras. I can see that. I mean, you know, they're trying to bring bell bottoms back, so Yep. I like bell bottoms. Ah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but what and you, wedges. What, yeah. They're like platforms, but not. Yeah, I know what wedges are. Okay, well, just wedges. in case there's any, you know, fashion, uh, you know, dopes Please. out there. Fashion dopes. <laughs> you sound like one of the, the free press uh, writers. <laughs> Don't I? Fashion dopes. <laughs> Give me a column. Pay me. Um. Anyway, so what did you think of the show? I loved it. I, I can't wait to watch more. Yeah, it's. I thought it was... so. He he talked about the visual interestingness of mm-hmm. it. It starts at the beginning when he's going upstairs to steal beer, mm-hmm. and it's suddenly his point of view, and we're seeing everything as he's seeing it, and then it cuts back to more traditional sitcom setup. Yeah, that was awesome and interesting, and I I love too that Kitty's serving uh, um, pizza rolls like mm. they're. Amazing and they're right. fucking pizza rolls, lady. Yeah, I guess in the seventies it was probably more of a a thing, a novelty. Yeah, right. Like pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. My mom used to make those too. Or Vienna sausages. <laughs> Vienna sausages in uh, dough. Yeah, well, no, I think, but she was. Ser- I think she was serving just plain Vienna sausages too. Oh no, like on a stick. Because you've seen those two in parties, right? Sausage on a stick. Yeah, my mom always wrapped it in, in biscuit. Nice. Well, good for her. <laughs> Called it a pig in a blanket. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Vienna sausages are nasty by themselves. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm thinking of cocktail franks. Yeah. Yeah. That's They're small. They're tiny. Yes, but that's different than a Vienna sausage. Vienna oh, sausage okay. is more like the consistency of almost like liverwurst. It needs something to go with it. Ooh, I don't think I've ever had it then. I mean, it doesn't taste like liverwurst. It tastes better, but it's that soft, pliable. Ooh, yeah. no. No, thank you. I'm surprised they didn't have fondue. That was big in the 70s. Ooh, I love fondue. <gasps> we should do fondue. Yeah, sure, okay. I want the fondue. I'll, I'll buy a fondue thing. We can do it on the air. <laughs> what do we do? Put like a big block of Velveeta in there? And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how those fondue pots work, so we'll figure it out. You okay. can do chocolate too, right? Yeah, but come on. Cheese or chocolate? You gotta go cheese. I like chocolate better than cheese. Well, we could do both. <laughs> I could drip the uh, the chocolate all over you. Okay, <laughs> now we're going somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure they did that in the seventies too. <laughs> was this party that, that his mom and dad were having? Was this a key party? By the way, the dad is uh, the dad is Carl Bedecker. Okay. Uh, from or no. Uh, is that his name? Car- I don't know. Carl, I think it was Carl Bedecker. Carl something from uh, uh, RoboCop. Oh yeah, one of the uh, one of the villains, the drug dealer guy, the one that comes into uh, the guy's uh, apartment or whatever and says, "Bitches leave." <laughs> That's funny. He's got that kind of uh, personality now in this in this show too. It seems like. What are you doing there? 
I think it's funny the uh, the neighbor had a perm. The male neighbor had a perm. Yes, yes, yes. The one person with kind of a Wisconsin accent. Yeah, kind of. He tried. Pinciati. They called him Mr. Pinciati. What kind of name is that? Do you think that's Italian? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But they, so he has black hair. His wife has blonde hair. His wife's former, uh, I, I can't remember her name, but she was a Bond girl. <laughs> and their daughter is a redhead. That actually makes genetic sense. Does it? Yes. Okay. Because if you have dark hair with a red recessive gene, a blonde can't have uh, any kind of other, you know, dominant gene. It's all blonde. That's the bottom of the recessive, right? Sure. So there's no way they're going to have anything other than a brunette with a blonde recessive or a brunette with a red recessive. Um, they're not going to end up with a blonde. They could end up with a redhead or a brunette. Oh, I got you. Okay. So it made sense. I mean, it's assuming he had a redhead. So we filled, we filled out a Punnett square. Too. I love Punnett squares. <laughs> to, fi- to figure this out for you guys. <laughs> um, Am I a dork? Because I really do. No. But, I mean, so the redhead's hot too, by the way. Um, They're all pretty attractive. I guess. Yeah, she is extra attractive, though. The, the one, the main guy's a skinny... Yeah, he's not attractive. He's funny, though. Yeah, I like his character so far. Eric. Foreman. It's kind of a dumb name. I guess. Like that 70s show, it's, apparently. It's not as dumb as Topher Grace. His parents should be shot. Topher. But did they name him Christopher? Is this like a stage? Oh, that's true. He probably picked this for himself. That's my guess. It seems, I don't know, pretentious. It does. That was the word my brain was searching for. I agree. So anything else to say about this show? No, just I'm sure we'll watch more of it, whether or not we choose to talk about it. We'll see. Yeah, I guess if you're lucky, we'll talk more (laughs) about it. You guys can feel free to talk to us about it if you want to write us at leafy1994.com. And if uh, if it um, lasts, who knows? That's true. I mean, hopefully it at least make it through the season. I would think so. It's, I mean, it's good. Unless, you know, like a big bunch of parents start complaining about the pot smoking, then they might make it go away. I did think that was interesting. So they did like a circle and then the camera like panned around. Mm-hmm. That's that was another thing that was that was visually interesting. They, yeah, the show is very, very interesting, and they have a foreign exchange student named Fez. What kind of name is that? I don't know. It's interesting. It is. Oh, it's all interesting. That's the word <laughs> of the day. That's the word of the day. <laughs> I can't do a Pee Wee Herman impression. Um. So now, PC at home, Carol. Okay. Is the Door really open? What does that mean? Web portals offer expanded services, but face trouble making money. Uh, Internet business models mutate faster than a flu virus. A case in point, the portal, a scheme whereby several mostly money-losing enterprises band together to form a mega website that combines searching, content, email, chat, and other services. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, the portal, its defenders insist, is a whole greater than the sum of its parts. People who come in for one service will discover another and stick around. That actually kind of makes sense. So 
It's uh, it has searching email chat and some other services. But like, isn't Yahoo doing the same thing? I, I don't know. What's Yahoo? <laughs> A website where you can uh, chat and have email and search things. Like you uh, should know what Yahoo is. I use AOL. For my chat, America Online. Yeah, I do too, but Yahoo's another one. It's coming. It's coming up. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, my friend and I talk on it all the time. Okay. Well, it's not It's not one that I'm, it's not one I'm familiar with, but. It's the same I'll, idea as this, though. I'll take your word for it. Um, what is it, what, so what is on Yahoo? Is that like from uh, Gulliver's Travels? That's what they named it? <laughs> I don't know. But no, it's it's what you just said. Oh, okay. Everything uh, you just said. Yahoo is a portal. The logic has seduced Wall Street and a few big media companies into investing many billions into enterprises that, with two notable exceptions, have yet to make a profit. Why? Because advertisers have been drawn to portals at a level that defies all reason. Um, or maybe it has all of the reason. So here's the ones that are making money, apparently. Okay. Well, there's, so there's the top nine portals are Alta Vista, heard of it, America Online, so that's AOL, that's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Excite, InfoSeek, Lycos, Microsoft, which makes the computers, I, I get that one, Netscape, Snap, and Yahoo, <laughs> the one you were talking about. I actually know stuff. They account for 15% of all internet traffic, yet attract 59% of all advertising revenue. Wow. That's pretty good. Uh, network television, by contrast, attracts 67% of all viewers and 84% of all advertising. Okay. Y'all should check out Yahoo more, though, because it's, it's awesome. Uh, only America Online and Yahoo have so far eked out a net income. Hmm. So that means all the rest of them are not. Alta Vista, Excite, InfoSeek, Lycos. I haven't even heard of these places. Microsoft. Well, I've heard of Microsoft. Netscape and Snap. Uh, Netscape's so, free. Is it? I don't know. Like, yeah, that's like free online. Like, you don't have to pay for it, but I guess maybe they make their money from... Well, advertising is what they're talking yeah, about. because, like, that's what my friend has, but it's awful. Um. So, it says, like, the problem, according to Michael Wolf, uh, whose book Burn Rate... Chronicles many companies are now either portals or anchor tenants of portals. Programs draw TV audiences, but when it comes to a portal, there really is no natural reason why the audience is there. So they got to come up with one, don't you think? That's, yeah. That's the that would be my opinion. Games, shopping, other things that people would go there for. See, I search seems important to me. Mm-hmm. The internet just four years ago was pretty small. And in just four years it's gotten it's gotten a lot larger. Yeah. Um and it can be difficult to figure out where different things are. Yeah, that's why I used to have a, a book that was the Internet for the Dummies exactly. or whatever. I don't, yeah. And it was like kind of like the yellow pages, but for the Internet, and exactly. I loved it. Yep, yeah, they used, yeah, they had that, but now there's so many, it's like they can't put out a book every no. year. No, and like you can just use the search now. 
to find stuff. But yeah, they so, didn't have the search when that book came out. So I think that's a good uh, a good thing. And then email. A lot of people are using email. So I don't know. I think I feel like it's. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Actually, yeah, agreed. And and probably like with everything. Right now, only two companies are, are making it, Yahoo and, and America Online. But I think, um, you know, Yahoo. <laughs> like with most things, it's going to be probably like maybe four or five companies that dominate them, yeah. portals. They'll buy up smaller ones that are doing good things. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I searching for something on the Internet, are we going to have a new verb for that? Are we going to say, hey, Yahoo it? <laughs> that sounds dumb. I think it sounds cool. Uh, anyway. So Only if you say Yahoo. Yahoo. Speaking of fun. Yes. We watched a movie <laughs> about teenage suicide. Uh, super fun. It actually was a fun movie. Somehow, it, somehow, somehow we found a comedy that Carol liked. Yeah. Yeah, he finally did it. Zach Morris is back. It's Dead Man on Campus. I loved it. It was great. I liked it too. Very funny. I can I I uh I see the comparisons between this character and Zachary Morris. Yeah, he's like Zach Morris with an edge in college cuz he's got a scheme. Mhm. He's got a scheme to to figure out how to skirt the system beat the system, and, and get good grades. Just he behaved much more uh, poorly than Zach ever would have. Is this true? Is this a true thing? I if doubt it. If your roommate dies in college, do no, you get straight A's? Kills, kills themselves. Do you get straight A's? I think that's stupid, and I don't think it's true. I mean, it's in that school's charter, so I guess the for the purposes of the movie, it makes sense, I suppose, because it's in their charter. No. So, I mean, I get it. But I've, I would think it would be, I think what actually happens in the movie is more believable, to be honest with you. What, that he gets suicidal or pretends to be? Well, so yeah, at the end of the movie, Tom, Thomas Everett Scott shades who, from that thing you do. Who looks like uh, um, Tom Hanks. Tom a, Hanks' a young, son. A young Tom Hanks. Uh, he looks like, yeah, a young Tom Hanks. But anyway, so... Uh, he pretends to get suicidal, and they don't give them straight A's, but they give them another semester to turn things around, yeah. and then they do. That makes sense to me. If your roommate killed themselves, or if you had suicidal, what do you always say, ideations, <laughs> yeah. um, or you know something like that, and it was reported to the school, I could see the school being, we will give you some extra leeway. Not just you get straight A's, but... Let us help you. We'll work with you. You know, not kick them out right away. Yeah, agreed. That makes a lot more sense. And then you know, you're not making your students targets for uh, you know murder. Yeah, exactly. I mean, which is basically what they were doing when when they're trying yes. to encourage somebody to kill themselves. That's basically the same as murdering them. No shit. They're fucking Charles Mansoning these uh, these people that they're that gathered together who are already like in a bad place. Like they go to the suicide hotline to get information yeah they go to a place i mean the the yeah where the most mentally ill students are Mm -hmm. so they can find three different people three yeah there were three okay 
Yeah, they find so in the movie they find three different candidates. Well, I guess I should said. I mean, you've seen the movie if you're listening to this, but go off to college. It's too hard. And Zach Morris. I mean, <laughs> Mark Paul Gosler, whatever his name was, Cooper. I think they called him. Yeah, he uh, he fucks off because he just doesn't care about anything. Well, he's a spoiled rich kid. And Thomas Everett Scott's a a smart guy that wants to be a doctor and. He's poor and on a scholarship. Yeah. And it turns out that they end up partying way too much. Uh, He ends up sleeping with a blonde woman. (laughs) A lot. Yeah. Good for him, though. Absolutely. That's what college is all about. And anyway, but he's getting terrible grades. And they have to figure out how to turn it around. So their idea is this. to To find a roommate that will kill themselves. And then they'll get straight A's. Exactly. Because they, the, the smart one fails his midterms and panics and realizes that there's no way, no matter how good he does, that he's going to pass. He did get four A plus plus pluses. pluses. <laughs> I want to know what grade that would actually be. Like a five point oh. I'm assuming. I assume he was. Yeah, he was trying to get like a a hundred and well, I guess a plus plus plus. Maybe a 300%. Right. Maybe he needed 300% to offset the the terribleness. It's so stupid. Like, yeah, college is for having fun, but it's also for learning. And a lot of people make this mistake, especially the first semester. Absolutely. They just fuck off. I feel like everybody should have a a slide for the first semester just to, like, get used to it. Especially people Mm -hmm. are away from home for the first time. On a scholarship, scholarship should be like your first semester is a great a probationary period, right. or whatever, like or a grace period. We're only paying for one class this semester. <laughs> Figure it out, then we'll pay for the right. rest. No, seriously, he takes a full caseload yeah, of course load. very difficult medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and those were not freshman classes. Like they're looking at a cadaver like at some point. I mean, granted, this is just for the comedic value too. I'm sure, sure. but yeah. I mean, like. Like, you figured out he was taking, like, 20 credit hours or something, and, like, the most I ever took was 18. That's so much. But, like, and I had no life. He tried to have a life. You can't do that. No. (laughs) No life. (laughs) And that's just not appropriate. Where was his academic advisor? Most I took was 12. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a full time. That's a full case course load. Yeah. The, um, the, or are we a different age? The, um... (laughs) Look, his his academic advisor was at the beginning. She was like, hey, you know, this is a lot of classes. You might not want to take so many. I'm okay. All right. Oh, she did warn him. Okay. And then then in the middle, she's like, I just want to check in with you. And she's like, ah, as long as you get a B plus, you're good. She didn't even look at his grades. Yeah. Well, and like... The waiting till the midterm to check in was too long. Yeah, no shit. Like, he'd already sabotaged himself by then. He's got one... uh, roommate with an anger problem and they they make it out like he has an anger problem because he hasn't gotten laid because he went to a catholic high school and he's suppressed and everything Mm. but then he finds a catholic girl and presumably they fuck the entire movie they're off screen yeah he, he he moves in with her and he comes back he's still angry and he he weirdly gets the single room to himself and then says no one can touch his shit while he's gone what's wrong with you yeah no shit like you're leaving don't be a douche. Yeah. Well, he was uh, he was reading the freshman Facebook. That's gross. And jacking That's off. So it. gross. 
Now, I now when I went to college or a different time, mm-hmm. oh, we didn't have a. Well, I think we had a catalog. It wasn't called the Freshman Facebook. Okay, but that's interesting. It's an interesting uh, concept where it's just everyone's a pic, everyone's picture, and and. All their stuff. I never got my picture taken in college. I don't think they did anything like that at my schools. Uh, I got my picture taken because we had a, we had an ID. Oh, I for, okay. Never. I take it back. You're right. We did get our picture taken. So, so I would. So I would assume that would have been used for. Uh, Maybe there was a book and I just never saw it. Well, we had a we had a directory, but I don't think it had pictures in it, hmm. and it wasn't called the freshman Facebook. Yeah, that's a weird name, and it's weird that he was jacking off to it, and especially because it's just faces. Yeah, seriously. How do you get that sexually aroused by somebody's face? Well, all boys Catholic school. I guess. He was used to seeing all guys' faces. Weird. What was that guy's name? I don't remember. Tyler? The actor. Um, ooh, good question. Um, oh, what was his name? There were a lot of people in this movie, like um, Allison Hannigan from Buffy was yeah, in here. Buffy, yeah, Buffy's in it. Not uh, Buffy. Well, no, not Buffy. Sorry. Willow. Willow. Willow's in it. Yeah. Uh, Poppy Montgomery's in it. She's been in some other stuff, but she, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, they have another friend who mm-hmm. I don't recognize. Um, and then, uh, uh, what's what is his name? I don't know. I can't think of it. I saw. I. I. I here. Let me contact my notes. Um, because I. Uh, I wrote down all the actors' names. I usually try to write down. Um, the actors and um, the director and the writer and stuff like that. Uh, let me see. Jason Siegel. Okay. Is his name? That was the one roommate that left. Yeah. Uh, and, um, the girl that he ends up, uh, getting with, her name is Linda Cardellini. Okay. So, interesting. Keep your eye on those two. Right. I don't know. Uh, put them in the, the actor's freshman Facebook. <laughs> um, but no, so, Allison Anakin was interesting. Yeah. In this movie. She plays kind of a Willow-like character, I guess. Yeah, she is. She's like the mousy sidekick mm-hmm. character, just like in, in Buffy. She gets her hair lit on fire. That happened to me. That happened to me at a party. Her hair went up like a cheap shirt. It's awful. It's so sad. What? Uh, so what happened with you? It was New Year's Eve, and we sprayed our hair with glittery spray to mm-hmm. make it look cool added an extra layer layer of flammability sure um i couldn't find my lighter so i turned on my friend's stove Mm. and leaned over it to light my cigarette (laughs) that is hilarious and the worst part was i didn't even know what happened i stood i I put my head back up took a puff of my cigarette ran my hand through my hair my friends were staring at me agape just open mouth like and i'm like what and i put my hand through my hair and this big chunk of hair just falls down i was like oh my god (laughs) how much hair did you lose like a handful like it was like this much off my forehead i gotcha okay so i singed some my some my hair off too yeah how'd you do that playing around with a lighter i had a cheap kmart shirt on okay and i was just fucking around with a lighter and i was like hey check this out and i lit the end of the shirt 
And holy shit, I don't know what that shirt was made out of. I mean, I think that shirt was just made out of gasoline. <laughs> because it went up instantly. Like, instantly, the flame was to my neck. Oh, my God. Like, it destroyed the shirt. Wow. So I ripped it off my head, and it singed a bunch of my hair. Oh, wow. While uh, being ripped off my head. And I threw it on the carpet, and it burned <gasps> a gigantic hole in the carpet. Oh, my God. That's so scary. And I told my mom that I had been leaning over the stove cooking something and my shirt caught on fire and I ripped it off and threw it on there. She, she believes you? Yeah. She was like, thank God you're okay. Aw. <laughs> That's a mother's love right there. Yeah. Who gives a shit about the carpet? Uh, yeah, the carpet was eventually replaced. But um, the movie. So then they find three people, not at the same time, but. The movie is essentially going from one person to the next person to the next person. Trying it's, it's to the, find somebody to kill themselves. It's the comedy rule of threes. Right. So the first person is a psychopath who is just, I don't even know how to describe him. He's like Bluto Blutarski from Animal House, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But worse. He's got this completely insane look on his face the mm-hmm. whole time he's doing like the crazy eyes he's very good at it yeah he's always like uh do you ever get he goes do you ever get horny that's yeah that's like his what opening conversation fuck? line and then he does this thing where he's like Ugh. it's fucking weird i would run like so far like i can't believe those girls like stayed in the room with him as long as they did mm-hmm. and poor allison hannigan he like singled her out yeah and then he burned her hair off um so he exits as he's being chased by the police right ends up getting shot in the back i thought maybe they were gonna try to use that as like you know a self-inflicted wound and be like hey come in here and die he shot himself in the back (laughs) then their second person is like a paranoid schizophrenic who believes that who who is actually crazy i mean the other guy was too but but like legitimately crazy who believes that Bill Gates is trying to steal his brain. Interesting. Yeah, I guess to to try to make uh, the Microsoft portal (laughs) profitable, he needs this guy's brain. Like, that's a hell of a a delusion there. And then the last one is a British quotation marks. The the rock star Musician who is like, Moods of my sperm. Yeah, that was a weird song. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out he's not British. And he's not and depressed. Not sad. Yeah. He's actually a really happy dude. He's just pretending because he wants to be famous, I guess. No, I think he's pretending for women. Oh, okay. He's being, he's being the brooding British guy to get chicks. That makes sense. Yeah. It works. It does. He was getting laid at the end of the movie. It, so. Yeah. And, and I think it does work. <laughs> I think women love that shit. Yeah. Not that I've ever tried it, but... I mean, you know, if you want to be scheming and, you know, whatever, just get sex. Like. Yeah. No, what guy would do that? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they fail all three times. And uh, then their 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 neighbor starts to kill himself mm-hmm. with pills. And fucking Zach Morris, this guy is trash, is like... <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, 
change the the stuff so it looks like he's our roommate. Yeah. I'll drag him I'll drag him. I'll drag his dying body and all of his shit in here. It's awful. Yeah, these guys are evil. Well, Thomas Everett Scott, I think, is not because he saves his life. Yeah, he has a change of heart, but the fact that he went along with this plan as long as he did. Yeah. A little evil, sorry. True. I mean, like their whole premise is that they're gonna kill themselves anyway. We might as well we might as well reap the benefits. But they're trying to make it happen. Yeah. Like the dude calls the suicide hotline and Zach answers and he's like, You should kill yourself. Uh, yeah, the guy's Bill like Bill Gates. Guy's like, I'm scared. He's like, You should be scared. Yeah, and they like they like put on a suit and spray the building and pretend they're spraying like chemicals mm. to get them. And yeah, it's no good. They're evil. Yeah, but the backdrop of all of this is comedy. Yeah, it, it's a funny movie. See, I think it it works because it's all absurd. Yeah, like I could, I guess I could see some people saying like it's insensitive to people who want to kill themselves sure. or you know whatever. But it's like it's not to me because it's absurd. The whole premise is absurd. The whole movie's absurd. This is not treated with with seriousness in any way. Yeah. So I mean, I think it works. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Now, at the end of the movie, Zach Morris still ends up cleaning toilets, though. Just during the summers. Okay. In between semesters. Okay. But that was, like, his big fear. But everyone ends up happy, and uh, Allison Hannigan, I guess, has a nice wig. (laughs) Because she doesn't, you know, whatever. Nothing good happens to her character. No. Uh, But Poppy Montgomery and and Shades get together. Yeah. Zach Morris is fine. Yeah, it all ended fine. They get to stay in college, so. Yeah, Yay. good for them. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. Like, when a comedy's bad, there's not much to say except it's just not funny. And when it's good, it's like, it's funny. It works. It was really good. Uh, I would definitely recommend going to the theater yep, to see it. I would recommend it, too. But that is the episode for the week, Carol. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. That's our portal. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. Oh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.